Welcome to Let's Therapy, where we get real and raw about your mental health, faith, and blended family. We're your hosts, counselors, Scott and Vanessa Martindale. Now let's therapy. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Therapy. We're excited. We're your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, and we are excited to dive into some really fun topics today about uh, children and anxiety um, and just kind of give an opening, hopefully open your eyes to some things your kids may be dealing with. And we're going to be talking a lot about teens today. Yes. Uh, and we have a teenager. Yes. And let me let me tell you, raising a teenager is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. There are a lot of things that go on and we're busy people. And so we want to just highlight some things that may be going on with your teenager Highlight the statistics of that and then look at ways to identify and then also ways to seek treatment. Absolutely. And you guys, before we go any further, I just want to say too, this podcast is not um, a replacement for mental health or for counseling. So Mm -hmm. if you're suffering um, with some mental health um, issues or you're having um, a really difficult time, uh, we just want to encourage you to reach out to your therapist or a local um, counseling professional. Um, And if you're in an emergency, obviously call 911. Absolutely. So, teenagers and mental health issues. Before we kind of dive into the statistics, let's just look at the relevant stuff here. Yeah. Our kids, they're not they're not the same as we were when we were kids. Mm-hmm. So, let's just recognize that they deal with things differently and they have exposure to things differently. Yeah. They are overstimulated. Yep. So, they're, they're the stimulus of a cell phone, the things that they deal with, um it's just a lot. And so the concept that we can one-on-one relate to them may be missing there mm-hmm. because I, as a teenager, didn't have a phone. Yeah. I wasn't, uh, we didn't have the internet. So yeah. I'm, I'm 46. So we didn't have some of these things. Mm-hmm. So let's first recognize that they're dealing with things differently. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. There's a lot of pressure to succeed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure to perform. Yeah. Um, and the competition is steep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and there's many other reasons for developing um, what people would call an anxiety disorder. You know, maybe there's a family history, so to speak, there of some mental um, mental health illness or even the traumatic events that we go through in our lives. Some can result in post-traumatic stress disorders, which we all hear of Um, health problems like thyroid disorders, which can cause an increase in heart rate. You know, things like that, that um, uh, anything with our health that can cause us to become anxious or worrisome about. About those things, even environmental factors like drug use or mm. alcohol abuse, um, substance abuse, that can in itself trigger anxiety and more physical symptoms that result in anxiety. Yeah, I, I would say, and just kind of a pause there, because you brought up something really important that I think a lot of parents don't uh, really do. We don't really think about the medical side mm-hmm. of what our kids deal with. A lot of times, kids yeah. only get an annual checkup, so they're going to their pediatrician. And they're just asking some generalized questions. Hey, you know, this, that, this. And I want to encourage you, you know, especially as your kids get into those teenage years, whether you're doing it annually or Mm -hmm. biannually, go get extensive blood work done. Let's find out if there's any medical history that's going on or medical issues that could be causing things that are going on. I know a lot of parents just don't take those steps. And I want to encourage you to take those steps. Go see your family physician. Get blood work done. Make sure health-wise everything is on the up and up. Absolutely. And, you know, um, just a common statistic 
statistic of how many people have anxiety. So this comes from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, and it says that 27.3 of Americans aged 18 and over have symptoms of anxiety disorder. But when we look at teens, it says here that 36% of teens experienced higher anxiety levels during the pandemic when mm -hmm. COVID was going on. 31% of college students have an anxiety disorder. So the prevalence of anxiety disorders in the U.S. is higher actually in women at 30.8% than in men at 23.5%. Yeah, you brought up the pandemic and I, I want to point something out. I, I treat a, a few teenagers. Yeah. And one of the things that people misunderstand, especially during the pandemic, so let's say you have a junior or a senior, you're, you're dealing with somebody who's maybe up in their upper levels of teenage years. Understand that they didn't have a regular development of that eighth, ninth, and maybe even 10th grade year. Yeah. So a lot of them were online the whole time. So they didn't understand, they didn't develop socially. Yeah. And then you take on the fact that now you're throwing them into an environment where people have developed uh, maybe unnaturally, and there's a lot of social anxiety that's, uh, that's uh, coming up there. Yeah, and I think too, taking away some of those, um, you know, experiences that kids, um, you know, they they think about for years, like mm -hmm. prom and homecoming and winter formals and, and dating and dating, yeah. all of those things. And so, um, you know, having that removed and not being able to experience that can also cause, you know, symptoms of depression or anxiety mm -hmm. or um, really just affect teens in a negative way. And so, you know, moving into um, what is teen anxiety. So according to the National Institute of Mental Health, there are several types of anxiety disorders, including generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, and various phobia-related disorders. There's also acute anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's a bunch of different types of anxiety. So I just want to give some definitions here. General anxiety disorder, or, or GAD is the abbreviation, is the most common form of anxiety. It's defined as an excessive and persistent worry about life issues. So a teen with GAD may be anxious about school, kind of like what you were talking mm -hmm. about, Scott, the future, they're, they're going to college, making sure they're making those grades so they can get into college. It can be the well-being of a friend or family member, um, or just any other challenges that they're facing, um, you know, growing up. Yeah. And the, the point that I would make here is excessive and persistent. So those two commonalities of how you're kind of defining these, or if you're asking your teenager, like, you know, specific probing questions. And then you ask them, hey, are you stressed about anything? Uh, or is there anything that's worrying you? And they say, well, I'm really worried about school. And we'll then ask them that follow-up question. Well, how often does this really bother you? And if they say, well, I'm worried about it really all the time. Okay, as how long has this been going on? Mm -hmm. Well, for weeks or months. That's when you know that anxiety disorder is maybe prevalent versus if somebody says, well, you know, I don't really think about it that often, but yeah. right now I've got a big test coming up, so I'm kind of worried or stressed about it. Mm -hmm. So excessive thoughts and persistent thoughts yes. are the two components that really make up general uh, anxiety disorder or GAD. Well, and physical symptoms can be things like headaches, tight muscles, even vomiting or stomach aches. You'll see fatigue. You'll see mm. a lack of interest or passion in the things that have really brought your teen joy. Mm. Um, and like you were talking about, Scott, typically if you see symptoms going on for 14, so two weeks or more, then that's a cause for concern. Yeah. And maybe um, mm. thinking about seeing um, professional help, whether that's a counselor or even your pediatrician or doctor. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then moving into um, panic disorder. So panic disorder is another type of anxiety disorder, and it can manifest as what uh, we hear often called a panic attack. So sudden feelings of terror when there is no actual danger or just overwhelming uh, feelings that... um, like you may feel like you're dying or um, that um, uh, something excessive is going to happen. Yeah, really. I mean, it's it's the concept of you getting anxious about things that are not actually relevant. So this this desire to um, maybe have control over a situation you may not feel control over. Yeah. And they manifest physically like sweating palms, increased heart rate. Um, I've even seen teens, and this is something that I experienced recently, a teenager who uh, excessively wanted to be close to his parents mm-hmm. uh, because that's where he felt safe Yeah. Um, because he didn't feel safe in his own room. Yeah. And panic attacks, they're so terrifying that people who suffer from this disorder often do anything possible to avoid situations and experiences that may trigger it. So like you just said about the teen who wanted to be close to his parents, like he may um, not want to go out in public without them or even leave the house. Um, things like that. They Panic attacks can happen anywhere at any time without warning. They may um, cause problems in a teen's everyday life. Um, and in some extreme cases, they can lead to an Ill inability to leave home for school, work, or social events where they really just want to stay home because that is their safe place yeah. and they don't want to go anywhere else. And you think about the the, the kind of the uh, the train reaction here is panic attacks, which you were talked about, they get so intense that you tend to avoid everything, and then you have anxiety about yeah. doing anything that leads to a panic attack. Yeah. So it's 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 a slippery slope that teenagers get on. Yeah, and um, and another. Uh, Uh, stat here, according to the National Institute of Mental Health, teens have higher levels of anxiety than adults um, and found that 19% of all U.S. adults have suffered from an anxiety disorder in the last year, as opposed to 32% of teens. It's because we we, we put so much pressure on them. Yeah. I mean, there's so much pressure on teens to be successful, popular, Mm -hmm. good looking. They want to make their parents proud. They want to make their friends envious. They're all seeking kind of a validation Mm -hmm. for their life. And these are things that as parents, we know, we know we love our kids unconditionally, but we are also so busy. So our busyness takes away from sometimes us giving those reinforcements, giving those things that those those kids desperately need. Yeah, you know, and when we turn to the Bible about this, you guys, it tells us in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I love this verse, um, and it's one that's used a lot. But what I love, it, it says, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. And so if you have a child that is suffering with anxiety, you know, the one thing that I would encourage you to do, not only pray for them um, as a parent, but pray together with them and, and help them to lay that at the feet of Jesus, um, model to them what surrendering those feelings look like. Because again, Jesus bore everything on the cross for us and he can take that burden. He can take that anxiety. He can take that worry. Um, and he can, he can take that from us. And that is what he is there to do. And it says in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The enemy is after is the enemy loves to attack marriages and he loves to attack families. He loves to attack our children because 
if he can get to the children, then he can get to the future, right? Mm -hmm. And so whenever we can surrender those anxieties to God, then we can receive the peace and a peace that is so uncomprehensible because God is our peace. That is who he is. That is his nature. And that will guard their hearts and their minds. The enemy wants to do a dance in our children's heads all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even as adults, you know, to make us believe that we're not going to get over this, we're going to be stuck in this forever. And this is just how it's going to be. Um, but we know that that's not true by what the word of God tells us. And so I think that this is a great scripture that you can share with your children um, as they're, you know, going through this battle uh, with anxiety that can just be a declaration and just be a promise that they can hold on to. Yeah. I love that you said pray with your children because I want to make uh, kind of an illustration here. Kids, you know, their spiritual maturity can sometimes take some time. Sure. So if you look at a 12 or 13 year old or 14 year old, they may not truly understand what the peace of God means. Yeah. They may not understand that that uh, that Jesus, you know, is is there to help them with their anxiety. But they do understand your role as their parent. Yeah. So that concept of going to your child and saying, "Let's together go to the Father." Yeah. Together, they're going to associate you with that peace. They're going to associate you with hopefully understanding how to help them make a connection to the Father. So don't ever be anxious about going to your child and saying, hey, I know you're struggling. Let's pray together and uh, let's just take this burden to God together. Absolutely. And you guys, we always recommend seeking, you know, biblical professional counseling as well. And so as you're doing these things at home with your child um, to help to help them process their anxiety, another great resource is getting some outside professional help by mm-hmm. a licensed professional counselor and therapist that can help you help them walk through this process, but help you guys as a family walk through this. Because when your children are experiencing that, you're going to mm-hmm. you're going to feel that and your family is going to feel that as well. And so it's something that the family can go through together, um, but also help that member of the family who's really um, suffering with that right now. Yeah. When I work with kids that are dealing with anxiety, we do a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy. This is where we teach them behaviors and behavior techniques, such as breathing exercises, coping mechanisms, mechanisms, the things that kind of help them understand what the onset of a panic attack is, how to deal with long-term anxiety, how to deal with those situational anxiety issues. Um, And really that comes, again, as you said, from a licensed professional counselor seeking somebody. And it's not hard. And I want to give you guys a quick tool that you guys can use to go find a counselor because a lot of people are like, where do I go find one? Right. So you can go to a website called Psychology Today. They're a great resource. You can type in your zip code. You can indicate, you know, if if you have insurance, which, which providers take your insurance. And they will bring up a list of counselors in your area that you can go seek. Call them all, see if you can find an appointment with one of them, and see if you can find somebody your child connects with. Absolutely. And so you guys, we hope that this has shed some light a little bit on anxiety for teenagers um, and just some ways that you can cope and get through this together as a family um, and has given you some just resources um, and just back knowledge about what anxiety is and, and mm-hmm. what those signs and symptoms look like. Um, you guys, please send us in any requests that you would like for us to talk about on mm-hmm. Let's Therapy. And we look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. Yes, take care. Have a great day. Be blessed in all that you do.